This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. When the chip shortage hit the auto industry at the beginning of the year, General Motors thought that things would get back to normal by the end of the summer. Well, we're close to the end of summer, and the chip shortage is only getting worse. Next week, GM is going to close almost all of its plants in North America. And automakers all over the world are cutting back on production. Bloomberg reports that Tesla had to stop production in China for four days. Ford is cutting out shifts in plants that make the F-150. And it says that tight inventory is changing how customers buy trucks. A year ago, only 6% of F-150 buyers ordered their truck rather than buy what was on the dealer lot. Today, 30% are ordering their trucks. So instead of trucks sitting on lots waiting for customers, we've got customers waiting for trucks. Greenpeace and an environmental NGO in Germany are threatening to sue BMW, Volkswagen, and Mercedes if they don't accelerate plans to stop producing cars with internal combustion engines. The EU wants to ban ICE sales by 2035, but the environmentalists want that to happen by 2030 to meet the Paris Climate Agreement goals and German climate law. They set a deadline of a couple of weeks for the automakers to respond to their demands. But BMW must be taking all this to heart because hot on the heels of those threats, it released a statement committing to a 50% reduction in its CO2 emissions per vehicle by 2030 from 2019 levels. It's also pledging to cut CO2 emissions over the entire life cycle of a vehicle by at least 40%. But we're pretty sure that BMW is dead set against dropping all IC engines by 2030. Looks like Chinese battery maker CATL just put Tesla in its crosshairs. CATL is partnering with a Chinese solar company called Jinko Solar to create solar plus storage products and an energy storage business. It will offer a package of a solar system with battery storage And that goes right to the heart of Tesla's Powerwall business. Genesis revealed the design of the new all-electric GV60, and it dribbled out some interesting details. We got to show you that vehicle a couple of weeks back, and it's a sporty-looking four-door fastback crossover. Genesis also showed some more details of its X-concept car, including the fact that it does not have a B-pillar, and that it will offer swivel seats for easier ingress and egress. Genesis says by 2025, All the new cars it comes out with will be BEVs, but it also says that fuel cell EVs represent the best solution, though it did not announce when it might make them. What it did say is that by 2030, its entire lineup will be electric. It will have eight new products in its lineup by 2030, 
and it plans to sell 400,000 vehicles a year. Mercedes is testing a new way for it to charge its electric bus, the eCitero. You may have seen this before, but it's called a charging rail, and you can kind of think of it like a reverse pantograph. Rather than a unit extending from the top of the bus to the charging lines, the equipment comes down from the charging station to the top of the bus. It's able to charge the battery with 300 kilowatts of output, which is double the rate that it's capable of doing with a cable. So rather than a bunch of wires all over the place, there's only one central charging location. Mercedes says the bus will be able to operate up to 22 hours a day and cover 370 kilometers, or about 230 miles. Speaking of electrics, but looking into the future, Audi showed off the Grand Sphere concept. At 5.35 meters, or over 17 and a half feet long, it's a rather big vehicle. Audi uses that space to create the ultimate lounging area for passengers. And while it can be driven, the Grand Sphere is meant to be operated in autonomous mode. When the level four system is activated, the steering wheel, pedals, and front displays all disappear into the dash. That allows passengers to interact with each other or withdraw into their own little space to get some work done. This may seem like a far off dream, but Audi says both technologies and design elements from the Grand Sphere will show up in the next few years. Let us know what you think will make it. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. Mobility is becoming electric, connected, and autonomous, just like the manufacturing world. But we'll always be one thing, a reliable partner for our customers. We learned a lot about the new Nissan Frontier pickup truck on Autoline After Hours yesterday. And one of the outstanding features of the pickup is how well it rides on the road despite being a body-on-frame vehicle. We asked Milena Vasco, the vehicle performance manager at Nissan's Tech Center, what they did to get such a good ride. Here's what she had to say. One of the things that my team does is we set the um, the subjective targets um, for the performance teams to try to meet. And we set very aggressive targets um, that there was a lot of doubt on whether it was actually technically feasible. And one of the things that we really challenged our chassis team um, and our NVH team to do was to get as close to the ridge line as possible for ride comfort. We want it to ride as comfortable as a unibody vehicle. And you can imagine the engineering world came back and said, no, 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 it's a body on frame vehicle. That's not possible. And, and our, our kind of stance was try, tell us what you need, time, cost, resources. What do you need to do that? Um, and our chassis dynamics team and our chassis design team delivered it and it I remember the first time I drove it when we first got vehicles and it was last uh, last March, March 2020. And 
it wasn't tuned or anything, but it we were blown away. We were blown away by the road isolation that you don't feel every crack in the road. It isn't like a typical body on frame vehicle. And and I remember going to the chassis dynamics team and saying, you know, you're going to go tune now, but you're going to hit this out of the park. You're going to do exactly what we wanted to do. And it was really refreshing to hear that feedback during the media drive that so many people recognized that we essentially delivered a unibody comfort, ride comfort level in this body on frame truck. Um, so it took a lot of tuning and our chassis team did a great job, but ultimately we challenged that and kind of weren't okay with just the answer of it's not technically feasible. That was not an acceptable answer to us. That truck is getting shipped to dealers as we speak. So those of you who are watching this show in the U.S. should start to see them pretty soon. And just a quick note before I sign off. There won't be a new Autoline Daily on Monday because we're taking the day off for the Labor Day holiday. Anyway, with that, we end this week's worth of reports. Thanks for watching and have a great weekend. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. Scheffler, we pioneer motion. And by Magna. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.